Hi, everyone. It's Michelle Devine's Purpose. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you're returning, what is poppin', my love? So I have a special guest with me today. He is a divine masculine in the twin flame journey, and I'm very honored to have you on. Can you please introduce yourself to the people? <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick, and I'm a transition coach. <laughs> you're killing me. I'm a transition coach, and I help you quantum leap through a fear and lack and into your abundance and purpose so that's that's my spiel basically i, I like it i'm really happy with that nowadays okay perfect it's beautiful okay <laughs> pause everybody we're laughing because i totally messed up the first round and i was like you introduce yourself to the damn people i can't do it and i was like you know what this is who we are we're raw we're funky sometimes you can't speak it is all good but honestly hi love thank you so much for joining today I'm deeply honored. Thank you for having me. So I've been talking about this all week in regards to really understanding masculine energy, but also really stepping out of the matrix. Yeah. And the one motion I do have to start this episode with is that it's been a year that you Mm. have literally stepped out of the matrix and you're fully on mission and service. So Mm. first and foremost, you know how I do. I got to give you a huge congratulations because that's a huge, huge thing. So I'm very proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. We're going to be giggling the whole time. But Uh, the one motion too, you know, I, most of like people, most of the people who follow me know who you are. So, but can you tell people who are new who you are and what your journey really is? All right, so I, I've already given you my name, so I'll just give you my ID and then you can take it from there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I am a, a coach. I am a father of two beautiful little boys and I am engaged to my divine feminine or my twin flame. Mm. And yeah, we, we met with Michelle last year, this time, and it was, we were kind of going through our awakening process or like really questioning and asking those big questions. And we had done a lot of work before that, but not this type of work. And it, it was, it was absolutely incredible just moving from where we were then and having our perspective and our awareness just blown into just another dimension. Um, after working with you and just mm-hmm. our journey just accelerated like even to think that it was a year <laughs> and I was still doing a nine to five I was actually based in construction um, before I, I actually started with this type of work and I just wasn't passionate about it and you just got you just knocked some sense into me with 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 guidance with kind loving guidance and a kind loving bit slap <laughs> <laughs> that's, all that's your... the best you gotta bitch up with some love y'all that's how you do yes. it you know what and, in the end of the day yeah. it was also divine timing you know it was also the so timing true. of your journey and your soul and your blueprint so true so true so yes, with what... with this energy i want to say like you know we are at a period of time especially coming into october november december that it is this huge door that people are opening to really step out and really step Mm. into mission. Mm. And I think it's so important to talk to someone, especially a divine masculine, because divine masculines are so grounded. Um, Mm. And also like put a safety 
and a place where we could speak the truth about what you really had to go through in your own battle with yourself to get out mm. of the matrix. So let's start there. Let's start <laughs> off with, you know, a year ago when you were still working your nine to five, but you knew something was calling you. Can, can, I, can I even go a little bit like before that? Just, just, you can just go however yeah. before. Yes, please flow. So, so just to give you like a little bit of like background, um, when I was still like growing up and going through my adolescence and whatnot, I, I was always questioning religion and always questioning um, just society and the norms and standards and the expectations and all these different constructs. But I didn't really have the vocabulary, let alone the awareness or understanding of these different things and mechanisms and mechanics. But I just knew something was off. Like there just was this veil that was just hiding something, some form of truth or, or something that was just bigger and that something that would resonate and make sense. And I studied a lot of the stuff. I, I jumped in deep into, into all the, I, I wanna say conspiracy theories, but mm -hmm. <laughs> soon, to be, soon to be called true stories. Um, and, I, and I went down that, that rabbit hole for a couple of years and I was deeply depressed and I did the whole, you know, your parents say, go study this. And I studied that. It made sense. I, I made the rational choice and I studied for, for three, four years and then worked and I was in construction and yeah, then eventually we moved up to our new place, which was a lot more supportive family wise. And that's when I, I mean, when I actually started working, that's when I actually started getting the, getting that itch and just like, I'm not happy. I'm not doing what I want to be doing, or I, I don't know what it is, but this is just not it. This, I, if I carry on, like I literally felt like I was going through like the spiritual death. And that was probably about five years before we met. And before that, even whilst I was studying, you just know, but you're doing it because you're so conditioned and like, what else, what other choices do you have? And I think that's also one of the things that I want to talk about is choice. Um, but I, I got myself into such a box where I didn't really give myself any choice. Everyone was making those choices for me and I just went for it. And then we started <laughs> connecting and we had that one conversation when I was in my boardroom at, at the office and there was no one there and it was a very quiet day and we had that conversation. And that's really when, you know, all these questions and things and, um, I don't know, there was like some, some form of like a couple of puzzle pieces that were just slid into place and like everything just clicked. And I was like, this is the next step. Mm. Like I've always been interested in this space. I've always had a, had a knack for, for energy or just reading people, just understanding or seeing a few steps ahead or just seeing things from a completely different perspective. And then we started doing the work. And then even then, like my perspective was just completely shattered because I didn't expect <laughs> half of the things or <laughs> having half of these issues. I don't want to say issues or wounds or um, beliefs about myself, especially on self-worth receiving and just the, the inner child healing, let alone understanding masculinity. And that transition happened over six weeks while working with you, just kind of like, and un, unbottling un or un, uh, taking off, peeling off these layers that I'd never ever like seen. I've never never seen or given myself permission to view those aspects of myself. Mm -hmm. And you gave me that permission and held that space, that real sacred space. 
and bear witness to this process of me unfolding and just un uncovering and unearthing aspects of myself that I, I didn't know existed, aspects that needed to come to light just to be healed, aspects that I needed to integrate, whatever it had to be. Um, and that process, honestly, after that, like I, you kind of, I went through this limbo phase and then things just started happening. Um, I started making decisions that, that put me in a position where I, I quit my job. I just knew that this was not it. I did, I suppose, erratic things if you compare it from a, like a rational standpoint, but things that needed to be done for expansion, more expansion, more self-progression and, and self, I'd call it investment into self and mostly creating more space and time in my life for myself so that I could make decisions not based from this rational standpoint and what everyone is telling me, but from the heart space and from source. Um, and that's kind of like being just like, a, a, that's a brief summary of how I kind of got to where I am now. And I will say like this year has been way more <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> than yeah. last year. Um, yeah. But but I will say it, if I look at what expanded, that's probably the biggest or the best word to use that expansion just shows how much you how much capacity you have because you are a limitless being and to be able to sit here and have this conversation with the teacher that i had <laughs> and teacher that i and i still have and 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 soul family and friend it's i'd, I'd sister i don't want to say friend <laughs> um it's it's really it's it's incredible just to be able to be on a platform and to talk like this and do um, be in a, a very different headspace to to where I was and to see things from that perspective that you possibly saw things from at that stage. So, yeah, I hopefully I answered some form of question that you may have had before. I of started course you did. Of course you did. And it was so beautiful. Honestly, you brought me back into a moment that I remember that we were talking and you were actually at work. And I just... I just remember the hardship you did have to actually face because not only that, you know, you were doing your shadow program, but also you knew something was changing. And, you know, the one thing is I, I tell people when you are led to me, be ready to have everything change. And to witness that is hard some days as just a woman, because I know it's hard, but I also know it's your journey. Um, and also, you know, talking about it a year later for you specifically and understanding there's so much brand new energy coming in for you at this current moment of time. Yeah, no, it's, totally. it's, it, it's pretty magical. Um, and um, I, I want to go back, though, in regards to um, really going into your fears of leaving the matrix, because mm. I feel that you know, at this period of time that people will be also um, transcending really from one to the other. There's yes. a lot of fears, false evidence appearing real um, to how you can actually step into your true destiny. Can you go into that, especially as a masculine? How was that fear process for you? <clears throat> the fear process? Well, I, I think we can we can start the can you hear me yes i can okay sorry i just thought it cut there um huh? when you are when you're going through this process the the mind is the first <laughs> the first component the mental body is the first component that is going to create that resistance and 
it's a, something that that I, I read today. Your your reality is not necessarily what you think. Your thoughts create your reality, and when you are when you're in that space and you're in that matrix and you, the only thing that you are experiencing is fear and the only thing that you are thinking is fear, that is what you're going to be embodying. Those are the emotions. Those are the, the you're going to be making choices within that state and within that paradigm. But the minute you realize that if you start changing your thoughts, your reality starts changing. Your perspective has already changed because of your thoughts. You've already disconnected or unplugged yourself from that matrix and you can now observe it and observe when you're stepping in and out of it just because you've now made a choice when you're in the matrix especially fear because fear is what what the the main part of the matrix is they want you to be in a state of fear because then you don't have any choice but the minute you step out you notice that you've got choice whenever you're in a position that you do not have any choice that is when I find that one is really stuck in a container and in turn a matrix. So if I'm going back to when I was within that fearful state, having this, that hindsight, that is, that is in essence what it is. You're, you're in this container and you don't see any light. You don't see any space or any options other than just to be there. You don't, you, it's so difficult to, to have anyone, how can I say, pierce into that space because it is so dense, it is so dark. Mm -hmm. Yet once you realize that you can create your own light within that space and you're actually choosing to reside in that space, because the, the, the thing about fear is it tries to disempower you through all these other externalities and it makes you forget about the self. It makes you forget about the power that you have inside when you're in that state. And by you realizing that, by you embracing that and embodying that aspect, that, and I will say divinity, the light, the, the choice that you have, that's when you break through. That's when it just shatters and you see the light of day. And once you have that awareness, once you've had that experience, you can't go back to fear. You can see it. But you will never, you'll never be, how can I say, you can embrace it as a teacher, but you'll never embody it again because your awareness has now superseded that. You, it, it, you've just, you're too big to have fear confine you in that space again. So yeah. that, that, that's what I experienced. And that was like one of my big aha moments was just that experience of seeing it in that way. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really beautiful. You speak so beautifully, by the way. Um, the aspect of that is so true because in the end of the day, it's like you're right um, with the fear part of it. You know, you finish with it and you see the truth for what it is because you see who you truly are yeah. and what to do. Mm. But also, you know, we also, I want to talk more in realistic terms too because you are a father of two. Yeah. Um, you are young, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, so I want to say that specifically because you're in your 20s and I want to make sure people understand, especially masculines, a lot of masculines use their age as an excuse because that's what it is, an excuse to escape and run away. 
but the one aspect but, of it but is then, also, but then you're stuck in the then you're stuck in the time matrix <laughs> exactly well that's exactly what it is because the 3d is the fear right and yes. the 5d is the love and um, yes. the spiritual realm so yeah for sure but i i you know we i got a trigger so i got to make sure i got the words properly um go for it go for it yeah but the one motion is that i want to talk real is like the money aspect of it, like the financial yes. aspect of it. Okay, I have a nine to five. I'm secure. I can take care of my babies. I can take care of my counterpart. Yeah. So when you have to make that choice, because you want to talk about choices, when you have to make yes. that choice, what goes on in a man's head? Well, that, that, that can scare the shit out of you. That's what I want to know. Well, to, to be very honest, if, if, if I were the person that I was five years ago and I had to make the decisions that I made probably in the last six months, I would have possibly had like an aneurysm or a heart attack, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, and just like suffered from like multiple panic attacks. And just I'm like, laughing because um, I know you so well. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty true. Because <laughs> I would have had like a, I would have probably been like a corpse somehow still breathing. I don't know. Well, you had but, moments of that. You had yeah, no, I've, I've, I've had that, I've had that. <laughs> but, but with that being said, um, honestly, where I was then, and with at least with the work that I had done and with having that perspective, it does help having the perspective and like having done the work, but a choice is still a choice. And once you've made a choice, there's this acceptance and I, I'd actually like to, I wouldn't want to say that you surrender to the choice that you've made because you don't know, you don't necessarily know the outcomes of, of that choice. And that's where, when, when you surrender, that's where trust comes in. Trust doesn't come before surrender. <laughs> and that was probably one of my biggest surrenders that I've ever had to make in my life was, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I have a family. None of this is rational. Someone like everyone will say this is woohoo, woohoo stuff. Mm -hmm. um, then you, you, you're dealing with, um, how can I say, society's uh, opinions on that and opinions of you not being this masculine, being this father and your, your, your partner isn't working. You guys have a side business, but it's not making the type of money that you were making in your nine to five. It's also not consistent, um, let alone it's not even your passion. Let's, let's be honest and just being in there, like the, the amount of doubt that comes in, because I find that when you in those, in those moments where you're having to make these big decisions, especially about money, um, you'll find that all these doubts and self-worth things all start popping up and it tries to paralyze you from making a decision. But then yes, yes, yes. The tricky part, you can now make this decision, which is for your highest good. And it is, something that you know you know it will work out the way it's supposed to work out but <laughs> the hardest part is not attaching any expectations to that yeah. and i'm very thankful that i didn't do that because if i think i did i would have probably like cut my foot off <laughs> at this yeah. point in time or something just from just from the the ups and downs that comes with like really stepping into your purpose that is so niche so different to what the world is necessarily used to, but is becoming open to, and you kind of been in that first wave. And Michelle, I'm, I know you've also experienced that. You've had that, that, 
that that shift when it's kind of like things are like up and down and you you're trying to like figure things out and it's really about just it's like it's this big ball energy like you just have this knowing that you know what I'm going to do this because this is actually what my heart is saying and like f what my head is saying at this point because my head has led me down this path of just so much pain so much frustration so much lack and I'm going to follow my heart into a space of abundance and a space of fulfillment and vocation and purpose. And that's the cho- that is the choice that I made. It was that. That was probably the first real heartfelt choice I ever made in my life was quitting my job and be like, okay, I'm going to figure out how the hell I'm going to do the service thing. And that's, that's what I did. <laughs> I just did it. I, I had some, I didn't even have enough finances like on the side for, like to last us like six months. So there was no like coverage. It was just, we had to work with what we had and, you know, make a plan (laughs) as you need to. (laughs) No, for sure. You have to have some type of strategy and a game, a game plan for sure. And I I do believe right when you said that, I just, like I heard, like that's when God crowned you, you know, as a divine masculine, because it's that motion of, you know what, I am surrendering, but I'm also sacrificing yeah Um, yes yes certain aspects of self Mm. to Mm. actually Mm. accept Mm. why i'm here from the motion of Mm. god see i go into Mm. it a little bit more deeper because you know how i do it's like you Mm. know Mm. in the end of the day you said you follow your heart but really your heart is your soul and this is the path your soul has taken and chosen to be here and even though you live in the matrix and you have all these things that or our choices to you that might be um, somewhat, you know, like teasing your ego and be like, oh no, choose this for the title, for the money, for the glory, whatever. Mm. You chose your actual true destiny. And, and, exactly. and that's when you were crowned. Um, and, you're, and you're talking just like a divine masculine would. So some masculine energies won't understand this as much because they're not divine yet. And it's because you haven't reached the level of being crowned yet because there are actions you have not taken like Nick yeah. did to become a divine masculine. So that's big. Um, so congratulations again. I always have to reward and say stuff like that. And um, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Thank please. You. <laughs> you should take it, take it, receive it and claim it because, you know, in the end of the day, you may be talking beautifully, but you still have to go through the everyday bullshit shit. that we have to go through <laughs> exactly so much shit so much in, fucking shit in, in my case little shit because i'm changing diapers every day this. yeah <laughs> this yeah. is real so you're dealing with your shit and then you're dealing with baby shit and then you're dealing oh, yeah. with other shit so much fun yeah other entity <laughs> shit all the other stuff but at the of same course, time like course. you know this is why you're here and i think it's magical and <clears throat> i think it's very inspirational to hear that because a lot of people are also blessed on just being solo and single and having to do this let alone having kids and a partner and knowing that you're a part of the twin flame so this is another thing i want to ask you knowing that you're a twin understanding why twins are really here and being a divine masculine you know leading the first way forward because let me tell you this you're leading and you're in mission. A lot of divine masculines haven't even reached that point yet. Mm. What are the emotions to that factor 
because you know I can see you as a future self and where you're going to be, but what are the emotions that you have to tap into holding that much responsibility? You know what it, I, I, what comes to me is just the, it's, it's what you're doing on a daily basis to stay within your, your own sacred space and to receive the, the messages that, that you need to receive. And I know that now sounds like really like um, vague. So let me say like you, you create certain practices every day that is unique to you, that allows you to tap into your highest potential self so that you can hold the highest amount of energy. And that is, and, and when I'm saying hold the highest amount of energy, you want to hold as much light as possible because then you're literally in your, your highest embodied state that your, that your physical human form can hold at that point. And when you start making that no longer just a practice, it is, it's sacred, but it's also like the thing that you just do and it's something that you just are. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes something that you just do by just being. It becomes a practice of being, being who you are, being the closest embodied aspect to your divinity or highest self. And, you know, the, the fact that you even mentioned the stuff in the future, I, I used to like really like, I used to live in the future. That was mm -hmm. where I had a lot of anxiety and I used to forget to live in the now. And mm -hmm. the biggest thing that you learn is to live in your now and to know that the actions that you take now dictate the different timelines or different um, variables and things that are going to allow you to manifest and really step into that specific path if those actions were within alignment of that highest potential path of self. Mm. And that's, that's what I do every day. And I don't get it right every single day. And I, I want to put that out there. I don't like especially when you are in a relationship with your partner, you do fight. I don't care if you are in, if you're divine, if you are teachers, you do like, if you've got two kids <laughs> and you're not sleeping and you're, you're dealing with normal things. And then on top of it, you're still transmuting other people's emotions, doing that for yourself, teaching and trying to find that time and sacred space for yourself to to do this, to do that practice, to maintain, I don't even say maintain, but just to reach those points and then to stay in those, those frequencies throughout the day. It takes a lot of willpower. It takes tenacity. It takes focus. It, if you've had, let's say three hours of sleep every night, interrupted three hours worth of sleep mm -hmm. every night for like two, three weeks, not everyone's going to necessarily feel like waking up at five in the morning to meditate. Yep. or to and i i don't meditate every single day so i it used to be a thing of i had to do it because this is a good practice i found other ways when depending on where i am so if i'm on a high i can do certain things it's a lot easier when i'm on a bit of a low there's other ways so i i look at integrating things in a systematic way where it's practical like maybe cooking can be a meditation where i'm just completely present and enjoying and being within that moment and mm. not thinking about everything else or gardening or just when i am playing with my children or if i'm even editing a video and just enjoying the process or sitting on the couch and the rare occasion of watching tv 
And th those are those are like things that you begin to start looking at when you start shifting your perspective. It doesn't mean that because you don't meditate, you're not an enlightened being or you're not absorbing as much light. It doesn't work like that. It's you've been able to hold that intent and to be in your space, no matter what external things are occurring around you. So with that being said, it, you don't get it right all the time, but you get a hell of a lot better at it. And you, you can recognize the deeper layers of those triggers and emotional messages that come up um, so that you can respond instead of react. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I love what everything you said, because in the end of the day, what you're saying is that, you know, you get out of your own way and you honor each breath that you have yes. at that moment. Uh, yes, yes. And you that, honor that it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it, that's beautiful because, you know, especially masculine energy always has this projection of, you know, um, what their future needs to look like when it comes to especially the material things, the physical yes. things, yes. you know, and we forget that true wealth and abundance and prosperity is honoring the breath that you have at this moment. Yep. So that's really Very beautiful. It's mm. really beautiful. I posted something in regards to, you know, some people are so poor, all they have is money. Oh. And I just found that so deep. Isn't that so fucking deep? I, I, I like that. I really like that. Yeah. Like, and I, I want to add, can I add to that? Yeah, like, please. We, our natural state is is being abundant our natural state of being is abundance and by you in default by default being abundant of self you are going to automatically attract material things that are going to manifest because you are just abundant by being you so you will have money as well you will have all these things. But when people just focus on that external thing like money, yes, you can get it through frequency and hard work and you're literally taking like 20, 30 years of your life and like just grafting in such a, such a tedious way where you miss the boat on mm. the journey of self that you have no energy left when you get to that point because you've burnt out, <laughs> you're tired. And, and there's, you, cannot, you, cannot get, you cannot take back that time. You can't get that time back. Even though it is in the matrix, I, I get that. But your body itself, it does age. It does age. Absolutely. Uh, and, and not only that, I have to say one more thing on top of that. Not only mm, missing mm. out of the journey of self, but remembering that you are here to be in service. To exactly. help heal the world. And change the world. And leave a legacy that is beyond any house can buy. Mm, mm. And it's that. the motion of this, and I've shared this with you, and I'm so happy to share it with people on the podcast, is also understanding my aspect of it. And this is my masculine talking, because you know me, I'm a hustler. It's For understanding shizzle. that, yep, it's understanding that, you know, I don't desire to make a million dollars. I desire to touch and heal a million souls. <laughs> and that power of changing your perspective and the way you really truly grind it is so magical. So with that said, you know, moving from these choices and the matrix and understanding, you know, your divinity versus your ego, yeah. how have you alchemized the power of your own perspective in your own divine nature to get you or 
be led to where you need to be? Damn, that's a good question. <laughs> um, you know, to, to be honest, the, the more that you can love yourself and be compassionate towards yourself, the ego hates it when you are being compassionate towards mm -hmm. yourself. And that, that, that really was the key for me because I wasn't compassionate towards myself. I didn't have self-worth. I questioned my sexuality, my masculinity, my um, ability to provide. I, I mean, I'd find, I'd tear myself to shreds because that was part of my behavior. But it's, it comes down to realizing that your ego is actually just trying to do the best that it can for you. And it's doing it's literally just reenacting what it knows and what it's seen and what it's observed as you've grown up because that's, that's what it's learned. And you are having to unravel that ego that you have, which allows you to enact and interact every single day as a, as a human being with your personality. But you are allowing it to unravel and you're rebuilding it and reteaching it how to serve your highest good and not the highest good of what society expects mm -hmm. or what your agenda expects or your sex or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that that's the work that you're actually doing and you're getting your ego just to uh, like start working for you instead of against you, especially on this journey, you, you no longer, um, it's no longer this, this fight that you have when you're now making these higher choices, you're able to distinguish between, okay, am I maybe, for example, seeing this client because I'm now wanting material gain and I'm desperate? Or is there true resonance? And am I going to be able to serve? And if spirit says you need to drop your price by half or do this for free, are you going to be willing to do it even though you may not have enough in the bank account? That's when you start making those type of questions. Like that's when those um those type of opportunities are presented to you. And that's when the universe and God and source is saying to you, listen, I'm giving you an opportunity to see how out of ego you are or how connected to your divinity you are and how willing you are to continue on that path. And then that, I don't even want to call it a test. It is just an opportunity for even more expansion. And you just let, you just level up with these decisions because you end up making better and better decisions because your ego isn't now deciding for you it is you the i am presence that is deciding not the little i am the little ego the big i am the the being that decided to incarnate how many times and and just do things and serve and create and be so so good i might have asked you an amazing question but shit you came back with a fucking amazing answer shit yes <laughs> yes honey yes and you know what I love the best about it is the true, uh, you know me, it's the obedience to God, spirit, higher self. And you came in with that. And I think that's really key. And that's what makes you a divine masculine because you understand that. And, you know, the only thing that's promised in this life is death. And when you do pass away, there is, you know, a moment you go and you, and you, they basically see your life and see what you have done and have you really done all you could 
And that answer right there would be, yep, check, checkmate. You're going to the next, not coming back. And that's beautiful because what I'm trying yeah. to share is that you're understanding and also um, being led to not only be prosper in this life, but the afterlife, which is really important. Yeah. I, 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 I really agree with that. I mean, at the end of the day, we... We are we are aspects of God all just having this experience of self. Mm -hmm. And we all just having these unique, incredible experiences. And we may map out, okay, these are the certain triggers and certain prerequisites and things that are going to be here when we when we get here. And this is what I'd like to do, but I'm going to make it really challenging for myself because it's not going to be fun if it's going to be easy. So I, I may I may give myself, you know, red hair and then I'm going to suffer with you know i'm gonna have I'm, I'm i might have a complex about that or i i may be really short or i may have a funny nose and and things like that or the parents that you or the home that you were born into or be it financial situations or whatever the case may be some really i i mean are not really comfortable um, positions to be in but they all allow for expansion and healing to transpire when you look at it from the higher perspective Absolutely. and it's not always easy to remember that higher perspective when you're in the thick of it mm -hmm. but that's that's what you hear and i mean at the end of the day you're you're looking at your brother and sister even though they might you might have like only one degree of separation from self they might be like 30 degrees away from who they are but you can still recognize that soul spark in them and the, the fact that you share that deeper level of knowing and consciousness with one another so beautiful that's really beautiful and you know what i i don't want the podcast to be too long and i think i want to mm. um basically ask you not even ask you but just lead you into if you have anything else you want to share Glenn, help those who are trying to get out of the matrix do you have anything you want to say i i think honestly what whatever you're experiencing now and whatever you're seeing in the external world because you'll you'll notice that there's there's fear now and we at this stage where everything is just we at this intermission mm -hmm. and the next wave is coming be it what it be it as it may. Mm -hmm. um, many people have kind of felt this. Many of the people that are beings that are in service, guides. I mean, everyone said it. Like it's it's going to get even more interesting mm -hmm. <laughs> on this planet. That that is basically an opportunity for you to step out of that external and out of that that craze. And it's it's going to be like this crazy haze that everyone's going to be in. It's going to just be fear and loss and death and confusion and compulsion and lust it's going to be all these different components that are just going to be everywhere all the time and people are not going to know what to do because they're living in the external and i invite you when that moment arises and it's there you have you have this now moment hearing this from my lips I'm just channeling whatever's coming through. Mm -hmm. Hearing this now, you have this moment and I invite you to step into yourself. Pause, take a breath and step into yourself. Step out of that external, step out of the crazy 
and just step into yourself and know that you are going to be that safe place. You are the only safe place that you have. And that is by you just going inside and digging in and questioning and getting to know yourself. And instead of reacting to what is happening, respond. Mm. And it's, it's not about this thing of not being strategic and not knowing what's happening. But for example, I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't watch all these different things. I don't, I don't fill my mind with that because if I do, then my, my thinking brain is going to start being, oh, I, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And then my ego starts jumping in there. And then it's this, this chain reaction. But when little things do come my way to just like, let's say on my Instagram feed, if I scroll and I see something, I take that as I was supposed to just pick that up and just add it to, okay, I can keep that, bear that in mind, or someone really close to me will share something. And I know that that was a message from the universe and, Hey, watch out for this. That's this, or I'll be communicated with directly. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really about making sure that you're protecting that space in your head, which in turn protects the space around your body because you're not allowing these thought forms in because those thought forms, when you start believing these thoughts and things in the external, they manifest as real things in your life, be it disease, be it self doubt, be it not having choice, be it fear. Mm. Going back to that. Yeah. That's where you're going to hold that power. And by doing that and realizing that you will start to unlock and unravel the the confusion that is before you and you'll make better decisions and you'll be a lot cooler calmer and relaxed mm. <laughs> love it so i love it and and it's that motion of you know don't play yourself let god in yes um let god in yeah. because the more and more you do your inner work like you just said it's allowing god to come in and then you know you receive so much more clarity and gifts and understanding so that's really beautiful. Um, thank you so much for your time. For your thank you for having me. Of course. And the one aspect that I'm hearing is congratulations. The student has become the teacher. And uh, <laughs> thank you. it's very beautiful. You have a lot to yeah. give um, and you have so much and as we are all you know whoever or is in mission right now and if you're listening and you're on mission with us and we're the first wave you know this is not only for you nick it's for everybody who's listening but i'm going to say directly to you you yeah. hold a lot of power you hold a lot of wisdom but you also hold a lot of compassion for the collective and I thank you, I honor you, and I love you so, so much. Love you too. Thank you so much for those kind words. Of course. And um, to those of you who are listening and you feel led to talk and connect to this beautiful, sexy, divine masculine. He's taken though, so pause. But, <laughs> you know, get, get lost in the flow of that energy. Um, where can they reach you? Uh, I think probably the easiest is just Instagram um, at Von Pitt. Um, and yeah, you can just click on my link tree, which is in my bio. And yeah, you can also just DM me. So Perfect. whatever resonates with you, <laughs> just send me a message. Perfect. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing because you're fully in mission, you're accepting new clients at this time. 
Yes, 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 I am. Okay, and I know that they also work with couples. They do couple work too. So you guys, I will link him up. And um, if you were led to flow in this energy, please contact Nick directly and, you know, get it popping because there is a new wave coming in and uh, it's time to get started. So get out of the matrix and set yourself free. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you <laughs> <Thank> soon. You. <laughs> Lots of love. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, love. <laughs> Bye.